Hey everyone, I'm Loza. Welcome to Girly Gabble, a weekly podcast where I talk about women's mental health and lifestyle topics. My aim is to inspire and support you all when you need it the most. If there is a topic you would like me to talk about in one of my podcasts, please contact me at girlygabble.com or reach out to me on social media at girlygabble. Please hit the subscribe button to keep up to date. I can't wait to connect with you all. Hey everyone and welcome back to Loz's Girly Gabble. So this is episode 20 and this is actually going to be my last episode of series 1 and I will be taking a short break maybe for a month, six weeks or so to plan series 2 and hopefully improve and get better with my podcast. So if you've not got me on Twitter, follow me at Girly Gabble and I will keep you up to date and I will let you know when series two. So as you know, a lot of my podcasts have been about mental health and anxiety and self-help things to to inspire you all hopefully and get you through the bad times. And I always want to offer advice when I can as well. And in this episode, I'm going to be offering my advice for people with a mental illness and I think this is really, really important. Obviously, I'm someone that suffers with a mental illness myself. And when I was first diagnosed with my illness and was going through a terrible, terrible time, I was constantly seeking advice. So I've put together a little list of things that have helped me and that I really strongly believe will help you too if you just take the time to to understand and just give yourself a break and help yourself the first point that I want you to realize is it's not your fault a lot of the time we blame ourselves although you didn't ask for this to happen if you do have a mental illness remember that you didn't you didn't wake up one day and ask for this to happen you didn't choose to have this you've been dealt a card in life where unfortunately things are different and a bit more difficult for you but it's not your fault you can learn how to deal with it and manage it properly and I promise you you will learn how to deal with it it just takes time sometimes but you'll get there I promise you recognizing your symptoms will help you overcome bad moments and prevent things from happening or escalating out of your control that could have been avoided And honestly, this is a big, big step to recognise your symptoms. At first, it's all very scary and you feel like you you, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to come next. But after a while, you will learn to recognise symptoms and know if you're feeling a certain way, know how you're going to react... Or how you're going to feel or how bad it's going to get. But if you can learn to recognise when you start feeling a certain way. Then you can take steps to prevent it in the future. You can take steps to stop it from blowing completely out of control. And just making matters worse. So even if you keep keep like a, a calendar or a notepad. Just constantly with you at all times. Even if it's just a small notepad. If you can 
write down when you start feeling a certain way or if you remember when you did feel a certain way and, and what happened next and and how how the situation went, it really will help you in the future because you can look back and you can say, oh, look, every time I, I felt this way or I felt anger or I felt upset, this is what happened next. And you can learn to to control it and improve on it. Also, don't be afraid to talk to your doctor, please. Honestly, I, I was for so long, I was afraid just to reach out and ask for help and talk to the doctor. But don't ever forget that they are there to offer advice about physical and mental health. That's why we have doctors. They're there to, to help you and offer you advice as best they can. Taking that step to reach out for help is a step that I promise you will never, ever regret. And you'll never forget it either. It will open the gate to access the help you need. And it's most likely that you'll be referred for an assessment at your local mental health unit. And don't worry, I know that sounds really scary. But it's not as scary as it sounds, I promise. It'll probably ask you questions and get to know you and find out more about your symptoms. And this will lead to regular appointments and you'll be advised and offered the help that you need. And it will take some time for your doctor or your psychiatrist, counsellor, therapist, whoever you've been referred to, that's that's best for you. It will take some time for them to understand your symptoms and what it is you're going through and what's the best treatment plan for you. And obviously with the mental health cuts and understaffing or issues with the NHS, you, you may have to fight for help. And I know that's so unfortunate and that is why you will see a lot of the time people on social media or in the news will be talking about this and mental health. Because the help is out there but sometimes you do have to either really try and find it or seek for it or just fight to get it. And it it, it breaks my heart and I, I won't even go into it too much but you know the fact the fact that you have to even fight to get that help is uh, I mean it, it's just so deeply upsetting but if you do it then you'll only have yourself to thank and you'll know how hard you've had to work for it and it will most likely lead you to 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 stick with it and stick with your treatment plan and, and get better. There are many other people out there who are going through the same thing that you are right now. And when I when I was first told that I didn't believe it, I did feel like I was the only one. But you're not. And asking for help and speaking to those close to you or even being a part of online communities, this will help you open up. And the kindness that you receive from strangers, from people online that you've never met, but can relate to you, it gives you hope. It gives you that faith that there are other people out there like you. And it's like a huge weight has been lifted. You'll realise that, okay, you're you're not the only one. You can talk to people about this. You're not insane. You're not crazy. And it's okay to actually open up and talk about it. And honestly, without without having to, to keep it, keep it from anyone. When everything gets too much and you feel like exploding, 
or self-harming or screaming, I want you to take a piece of paper and if you're angry, I want you to just scribble on that piece of paper, just just do a big scribble ball or just a, a mess on the page. And it does, it really does help that anger go. And not all the time. Everyone's different, of course, but it, it can feel like you're getting something out, like you're doing something about your anger, but in the right way, without taking it out on a loved one or or self-harming, or things getting worse. If you try and help yourself by just scribbling on a piece of paper, and you may mock me for suggesting that, but give it a go. And I really want you to just see and just test if it helps. you very emotional or very upset, you can also write down absolutely everything that you're feeling. Write it all down on that piece of paper. And you can either throw it away after, if it's particularly upsetting, or you can keep it and it's something to look back on. It's a huge relief to write everything down and it's like a, a big weight's been lifted. And if you're struggling to explain to someone close to you how you feel, you can always give them this piece of paper and show them so they can understand what it's like to be in your head for that moment when you're experiencing that bad time. Or you can throw it away after, it's completely up to you. Try it. You don't have to pretend that you're not anxious or sad. Be honest with yourself and others as well and it will help you deal with it rather than bottle it all up. A lot of the times we can lie to ourselves and and tell ourselves that we're okay when actually we're not. And if you if you stuff it all down and if you if you bottle it up, sometimes it will just go away, but a lot of the time it, it probably won't and you do need to deal with it before you can move on. And the main way to do that is don't ever pretend that you're not feeling what you are. Because you are and there may not be a reason for it but it's there and you can't ignore it but you can help deal with it. And treat yourself like you would treat your best friend. You wouldn't turn your back on your best friend and you wouldn't be heartless to your best friend, would you? So don't treat yourself like that. Be kind, be loving and be supportive to yourself. A lot of the times people with mental health issues can feel like they're the worst person in the world and it can make you feel like a terrible person because you feel out of control and you don't know why you're you're feeling or acting a certain way. But be understanding and be patient with yourself. And be kind, you're doing the best you can. Mental health isn't an excuse to to treat people cruelly or unkind and just be nasty all the time. Mental health is a reason for it. And don't ever forget that. Mental health is, it can be, the reason that you, you feel a certain way or want to do certain things. But your actions are actually what makes you the person you are, what people see and the actions you take is what will make people respect you or if you blame it on your mental illness all the time, then you'll you'll never improve because that's basically you saying, I've been diagnosed with a mental illness, I've I've been labelled as this, this is how I feel and this is how I'm going to act. You can't choose how you feel but you can choose how you act and it took me a, a while to understand that actually.
It really did. But you don't always have to act how you feel just so you can blame it on a mental illness. Be strong and do the right thing and get yourself through it the way you would advise your best friend. And I really, really do hope that this podcast can help at least one person. And as I mentioned at the beginning, I will be taking a short break now to to concentrate on series two and hopefully improve it and make my podcast a bit longer as well. I understand that they're, you know, they're only sort of 10 minutes, they're not very long, but I hope I can improve series two for you all. If you want to hear more weekly inspiration from me, please subscribe. You can also visit the blog at girlygabble.com or reach out to me on social media with the handle girlygabble. Thanks for listening.